You're listening to the 150th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. And we continue in chapter 37, verse 4, in Tehillim. We're going to have a number of psukim from this chapter. Chapter 37 is chock full of Bitochen. So last week, these are two psukim, consecutive psukim. Last week and the week before, we spoke about the Pasuk, Bitoch Hashem HaSeitoiv, Trust on Hashem and do good, Shechon Eretz Amuna, dwell in the land, and be a shepherd of faith. And the following Pasuk is our Pasuk, and you will enjoy, you will have an oneg. Enjoy Hashem. And Hashem will give you all of your desires, all of the things that your heart desires, that you request. So this should sound a little familiar. This anig besanugim we talk about on Shabbos, and the Gemara in Shabbos and Daf Kufi Cheshvish quotes this pasuk in reference to Shabbos. Amar of Yehuda Marav, Kol Ma'anig es Shabbos, Noisen Amishalis Liboy. Whoever enjoys the Shabbos makes Shabbos the seventh day of the week, the day of rest, into a day of enjoyment, a day specifically set aside to have special things. So a person who does that, he gets all of his heart's desires fulfilled. As the Pasuk says, uh, if you are careful to enjoy your relationship, we could say, with Hashem, so Hashem will give you all of your heart's desires. So it's very interesting. What is the concept of Shabbos? I'm not going to get into this at length, but... The we're going to talk about it, so let's let's talk about it. Shabbos is the day we set aside. We don't work on Shabbos. We don't speak about our work on Shabbos. It's the day when we focus on our family, on singing zmiras, singing songs of praise to God, on studying Hashem's Torah, going to shul, hearing the Torah reading, hearing the rabbi's drasha, etc. Shabbos is a time when we can say we turn away from all of the actions of the week, all of the involvement, all of the ishtadlas, all the things that we do in order to provide for ourselves, provide for our families, it's all on pause. Shabbos, everything is ready, everything is prepared from before and ready to go. We're just living with Hashem, we're living in a state. Shabbos, it's true of Shabbos, it's true of Shemitah. We're living in a state of pure trust in Hashem. And what's the result of living in that state, living in a Shabbos state of mind, the result is that all of our requests are fulfilled. All of our heart's desires are fulfilled. Now he brings from the Pirkei Machshava of Rav Tzadik Aleph Gerlik on Parshish Kedoshim. What's the connection between these two verses that we read together? First one talking about trusting Hashem. Second one talking about enjoying God. It means through bitachin, through my trust in Hashem, that's how I enjoy. That's how I have a, an ecstatic relationship with God, an enjoyment of God. Which because of Hashem Yishmuel, like the Hashem Yishmuel writes in Parshat B'Shalach, on the verse that says, that we're to work for six days. This is called and you're supposed to do all of your work. On Shabbos, you are to rest on Shabbos as if all of your work is already completed. 
There's no more work to do. There's nothing to get back to on Sunday. There's nothing, there's nothing that needs to be completed. Shabbos, on Shabbos, we are already complete. The intent here is that it's completed already through our bitachem, through our faith in God. And the result will be, can be, or the sense has to be, perhaps you could say, that the result is that we don't need anything more to be done. No more, no more work needs to be done, or will need to be done. Let's say, Shabbos would just continue. Shabbos would not end on Matzi Shabbos. It would just keep going. And you wouldn't be allowed to continue to work again on Sunday. All the work would be done on its own. You wouldn't need to be involved in any work. So it's not clear to me exactly what he's trying to say, but perhaps we can understand it by saying that the sensation or the feeling that a person has on Shabbos should be one that this is going to last forever, Shabbos lasts forever, the feeling of completion, and I don't have to be involved in any work today on Shabbos, I don't have to be thinking about my work, I don't have to be worried about where the money is going to come from, that sensation or that feeling, it could just continue. It could just continue. The the sensation is one that it's like, it's not just, oh, I'm okay for today. It's I'm okay forever. It's nice. Here he brings the Radak. What is my service of Hashem look like? What does it look like when I'm involved in doing God's will? It looks joyful. It's enjoyable. When a person lives with that kind of service of Hashem, if that's my approach to my service of Hashem, if that's what it looks like, so then Hashem is going to give me everything that I need. Right? And here he says, The next Pesach we're going to speak about is the next Pesach in the Tehillim, in Lama Zion. Roll onto Hashem, give over to Hashem. That we're going to speak about at length in the coming weeks. We're going to speak about the fact that when a person's kavana, when his intent is for the right reasons, when I'm trying to do God's will, when I'm trying to have a relationship with Hashem, I'm trying to serve, trying to serve Him properly. So then, the result is that Hashem gives me what I need in order to be able to continue to serve Him properly. They come, it comes hand in hand. It's a relationship. Brings the Reb Sadigon, Oz the Son of Hashem, in Yonai ki Hashem yitain loy ha-mishalis, shimenavshoi, avovishle etzim esvasov. This is also an interesting thing. We've spoken about contrast between prayer and bitachin. Do I need to actually say anything? Do I need to actually ask Hashem for what I want? Or do I just, is it just a feeling inside? And I know that I'm going to get what I need. I'm going to have trust in Hashem. And it's just going to come without me even saying it. It says, God gives us the desires of our heart. We don't even have to say it. Hashem knows, obviously, what's inside of our hearts. But when we have bitachin, 
the Bitochen is so powerful that it precludes the, the necessity of saying of saying a prayer or of saying what we would like. Hashem knows what we would like. The Ayavit saying, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu writes to Lashpiyat Tavli Rev, actually Yistavku by Dibuk Shalim." The Ayavit says, "Hashem wants to give us our needs when we attach ourselves completely to Him." Why? Benyatim atzlach amini aderech. Hashem is concerned about us. He's concerned about our souls. If He gives us success before we've completely attached ourselves to Him. We run a danger. We run, we, we run a risk. The risk is that my atzlacha, my success, will be my undoing. Because if Hashem gives me success without my being completely attached to Him, I would say without my having full humility, without my being fully aware of where the success is coming from, I could fall off the path. I could, I could get destroyed by my very success. That's why it says, When you're misaneg al Hashem, what does it mean? Misaneg al Hashem means to enjoy God. It means to have an enjoyment. But what it really means, says the Yaivitz, is that when I'm completely attached to Hashem, where is my enjoyment coming from? It's not coming from physical matters. It's not coming from being in a beautiful sunny forest. You know, that's not where it comes from. It comes from my recognition that Hashem is the one giving me this beautiful place to be. Hashem is the one providing me with this beautiful lesson to learn. Hashem is the one giving me the wonderful family that surrounds me. When I recognize, when I when I'm attached to Hashem, when my thoughts are attached to Him, when my my shi'ifas, my desires, my my aspirations are attached to Hashem, so then. There's nothing barring me. There's nothing to block me from getting what I really need, what I really want. Because it won't pull me down if I get what I want. Here he brings a little note from the time of the Beliovi. Sometimes you can have a a uh, a rich. Uh, I'm sorry, a person who's tzaddik, a righteous individual. But why does Hashem make him rich? So the time of the Beliovi. The ton of Elio says, Have a Oimer, Shem Yashir, Yifshamidibetara. That we gotta be honest. If this person gets rich, he may become recalcitrant in his service of God, in his in his study of Torah. Shem knows what's going on with us. Hashem understands us. Shem knows that you know, on one hand, of course, if you don't have your needs, it's also a a, a significant distraction. But sometimes having too much can be a greater distraction. Says Rashi on this pasuk, "Hisani b'tafnukim al mishatay shalakodesh baruchu." It's as it were, it's on Hashem's bill, right? You're asking Him, you're you're depending on Him for all your needs. You can also ask Him for something extra. You know, you can give a, a, a parent who loves his kid. Okay, candies aren't healthy, but some, once in a while it's okay to have a candy. Like they say in Hebrew, to to give the kid something extra, to to give him an extra enjoyment. You can do it. You can depend on Hashem for something like that as well. We'll see more about that shortly, but 
the the idea that came into my mind as I read this, as I was preparing, is like you're you're walking into the king's court because you need to ask the king for a very important matter to you know you need to help you. And in the king in his court, it's it's a feast. There is servants walking around with hors d'oeuvres with with plates full of food for whoever is there inside of the inside of the of the the place where the king spends his day. The king doesn't go through it through a day without having lots of enjoyable snacks, etc. And you walk in there, and and it's Rachav Kiara Melech, right? A king, he a king in order to show his wealth, he doesn't just make enough for himself. There's enough for anyone who comes. So when you walk in there to get uh, an audience with the king, they offer you tables and uh, trays and trays of, of different enjoyable foods. And so it comes with the territory. If you're walking in, so to speak, to a Kodesh Baruch court, you're walking in there to try to ask God for whatever you need, you can also along the way have an enjoyable delicacy. Perhaps that's a Pshan Rashi. Alongside your requests for whatever you need, you can also have these enjoyments. He brings here from Midrasha Shal Moshe. From Rav Moshe Pe'iman. This we spoke about when we studied together Madrigus Sodom. Don't think that when you ask Hashem when you have in Hashem that you're going to get your needs provided for. It's only going to be precisely, exactly the most minimalistic requirements to live. Bread and water. And for anything beyond that, okay, my bitachon will work for my basic necessities, but if I want more than my basic necessities, I'm going to have to, you know, put the pedal to the metal, get myself going, go around and, you know, do what needs to be done to, to raise the money. If I want to have a lot more, if I want to have enjoyments, I'm going to have to work hard for that. It's not the case. Rather, when it comes to Bitochen, Bitochen helps me for beyond the minimal requirements of a human being. If I want to have a beautiful home, I want to have a garden, I want to have beautiful hills nearby to be able to walk around and enjoy the nature of Hashem. That's part of it. That's part of what Pitachan provides me with. I can ask Hashem for whatever I want, any enjoyments I want. Hashem will give me all of the desires of my heart. Like the Gemara says in Ksuvis, famous Gemara, which we learned together more than once. We saw it in the Madrigal Sodom. It was a poor man who came in front of Rabbah Amrlay, Bamata Sayyid. Rav asked him, What do you like to eat? So the poor man said, I, I eat um, fattened chicken and old wine. Very expensive meal, but that's what I always eat. Rabbi says to him, 
You're taking money from tzedakah, and that's what you're spending it on? How can you push the tzibur to have to pay for your lavish lifestyle? He said, not eating, not using their money. Hashem is the one who provides for me. The Pasuk says, Hashem provides. Mara tells us that at that moment, Rabbi's sister, we hadn't seen in 13 years, comes into the house, knocks on the door, comes into the house and, and brings exactly what this man said. Fattened chicken, it was a gift to Rava, fattened chicken and old wine. And Rava apologizes to the man. We see that even though these were not basic necessities, he doesn't eat fattened chicken, he doesn't eat old wine, he can drink a cup of water, and he can have a little piece of bread, right? But Hashem provided for him because of his bitachin. He said, Hashem is the one who provides for me. Hashem provided for him to, to clearly show that when you have bitachin, you can have bitachin for beyond basics, beyond beyond the basic necessities. Right, that's why the next Pasuk says, but make your ways dependent on Him. Make your ways dependent on Hashem. What does it mean? When you indeed request of Hashem, or you have bitachin in Hashem, that He's going to provide for you beyond your basic needs, but make sure that your intent is not just to enjoy and to eat and drink and be merry in this world. Keep your, keep your focus clear that the reason that you're doing it is not in order to be, you know, someone who's involved in this world, but rather that I should be healthy, that I should be able to serve Hashem properly. And this is how You'll be able to live a long life. I'm sorry. The intent should be that you're having these things to be able to have a long life, a healthy life, to be able to fulfill Hashem's will. On the bottom of the sa- in the in the bottom of the saver here in the in the notes, he brings the famous story with Rabbi Saul Salanter. Let's read it because it's such a great story. Always get to remind ourselves. He brings incredible thing in this matter. It's in the middle of section 11 on the Pesach, may Hashem's kindness be upon us as we desired. These are his words, quote, Okay, you can imagine two goinei oilam you saw Salanter is sitting with, with the Rashash, Rishmul Strasun, the famous Strasun library. <coughs> they were learning in the Beis Medrash of the Gra the concept of Bitachin. Rishmul Strasun said, you can only trust in Hashem for something which is absolutely necessary. He said, 
can't trust the Hashem. You can't have your talking for something that's beyond your your uh, basic necessities. Rabbi Yisrael said, no, it's not true. You can have your with Hashem even for something that's not uh, absolutely necessary. If a person has true bitachin, Hashem will provide for him even if it's not a basic necessity. And out of his mouth shot an example. He said, look, he says, I don't have a watch. I could use a watch for a few different reasons. I don't need it absolutely. I could live without it. So it's definitely something which qualifies for uh, beyond my necessities. He says, if I have absolute bitachin, Hashem could give me a watch. The, the words came out of his mouth, right away, the, the door of the base medrash opens, this guy comes in the door and he says, and the guy comes in the door and he says, look, in uh, uh, there was a man who just passed away, uh, an army person, and he left in his will that his watch, his golden watch, it doesn't say that here in this version, but it was a golden watch. The golden watch should be brought to the base medrash. He, and he commanded in his will to give it over to Rishmol Strasun. That the Rashash should give the watch to a person who is one of the tzaddikim who needs a watch. The Rashash took this watch from this person. He gave it into the hands of Rabbi Salanter. And he said, God has shown us that you're right. That a person can also trust in Hashem when it comes to extra things. As long as he has complete and absolute faith in Hashem, the Bittachin can work as well. Thanks so much for listening. See you again next time.